0: k News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. A government adviser says it's time for authorities to further ease quarantine restrictions for inbound travelers as the local pandemic situation improves. Washington says North Korea may be preparing a nuclear test within the next few weeks. And dozens have been killed in a huge explosion at a luxury hotel in the Cuban capital, Havana. Government pandemic advisor Ivan Hung says it's high time that officials further relax quarantine restrictions for inbound travelers as the local pandemic situation shows more signs of easing. With daily COVID infection figures expected to fall below 100 within two weeks, Professor Hung says people returning to Hong Kong should be allowed to quarantine at home rather than at hotels.
1: For overseas returnees, they should be allowed to quarantine at home provided that they have already received three doses of the vaccine or that they have two doses plus that they have evidence that they have previous infection, which is counted what dose of vaccine. And I think that's really reasonable and feasible to quarantine at home for seven days. But at the same time, you need to wear a tracer so that you could be contacted straight away if you are tested positive during the seven day quarantine at home.
0: Professor Hung added that the government should consider scrapping its flight cancellation mechanism, which temporarily suspends a route when an aircraft brings in too many infected passengers now.
1: Because that doesn't really help with the current infection control measures, and of course that we already have, majority of the population have been infected with the Omicron BA2, so I think dropping the flight ban will allow the airlines to resume most of the flights, and then of course allowing the economy activities to resume As normal, as quickly as possible.
0: The head of the Electoral Affairs Commission, Barnabas Fung, says four election committee members have registered to cast their ballots from a special booth at the Penny's Bay quarantine camp for tomorrow's chief executive poll. Voting there will start at nine and last for an hour and a half, an hour shorter than the main voting station at the Wan Chai Convention and Exhibition Centre. Justice Fung says those who have a fever will still be allowed to vote in Wan Chai. Inside the main polling station, we have a fever detection. And if someone is detected to have a
1: high temperature, they will be asked to use a special passage to access the special polling <coughs> proof. is separate
0: from the bulk of the other Easy members. Nearly 1,500 election committee members will decide whether to endorse the sole candidate, John Lee, tomorrow. Meanwhile, police say they'll conduct random high-profile patrols across the city tomorrow in what they described as counter-terrorism measures to defend the SAR. The force said on Facebook that the operations will be conducted at different MTR stations to ensure that the CE election can be conducted in a safe manner. Earlier, sources indicated that six to 7,000 officers will be deployed. Customs officers have arrested four people, aged between 32 and 54, on suspicion of laundering some $600 million. The department accuses the two men and two women of using a number of personal bank accounts to receive suspicious funds, with some of the money believed to be related to a cryptocurrency platform. The United States says North Korea may be preparing a nuclear test within the next few weeks after a five-year pause. A State Department spokeswoman said North Korea had been making its Pongjiri nuclear test site ready for such a test. Here's the BBC's David Willis. The timing here is potentially significant, first because next week sees the inauguration of the new South Korean president, Jung Suk-yol. He is known to be much more confrontational towards the north than his predecessor. And the week after that, President Biden is due to visit South Korea for the first time As president, all of this, of course, a reminder that whilst they've been focusing their attention on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, tensions have continued to simmer on the Korean peninsula. Following local and regional elections in the UK, all eyes are on Northern Ireland, where the main Irish nationalist party, Sinn Féin, is on course to become the largest party there for the first time. Amanda Ferguson, a Northern Ireland commentator, says the result is likely to increase pressure for a referendum on a United Ireland.
1: Definitely in the mix, and also what you have in the mix is because Sinn Féin is an all-Ireland party, and um, it stands candidates in both jurisdictions on the island of Ireland. So it means that you know polling on the other side of the border in the Republic of Ireland indicates uh, that they could soon be in government uh, there as well, which would then further strengthen the call for a border poll.
0: Now a quick look at the weather. It'll be mainly cloudy with bright periods during the day and a maximum temperature of around 29 degrees. The current temperature is 29 degrees Celsius with the humidity now at 60%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just after five minutes past one. More than 22 people have died in a huge explosion at a luxury hotel in the colonial era district of the the Cuban capital Havana. The blast destroyed the façade of several floors of the Hotel Saratoga, which was being refurbished. Preliminary investigations indicate that it was caused by a gas leak. The BBC's Will Grant reports. Well, it does now appear that this was an accident, a gas explosion. It may have been caused uh, either by a leak or by the speculation that there was a truck of liquefied gas outside the building unloading gas canisters, which exploded. Um, that comes from the Cuban presidency itself, which does at least for now rule out any foul play or any other questions. But, of course, they stressed that investigations were still ongoing. Um, but, yeah, a really terrible accident in the heart of Old Havana. The Saratoga Hotel is one of the islands, one of the capital's most recognisable exclusive hotels. It's now simply a pile of rubble. To sport, and in football's English Premier League, champions Manchester City are facing up to the prospect of ending the season without a trophy, if they slip up in the last four games. After their midweek Champions League defeat to Real Madrid, they take on Newcastle tomorrow as they attempt to hang on to their place at the summit of the Premier League. Boss Pep Guardiola was asked what he'd said to his players after the loss in Madrid.
1: Nothing, we didn't speak. No words can help to feel what every, all of us, we can feel. So it's just a question of time. Try to sleep as best as possible and think on uh, the new target. So tomorrow will be the first day we will be together and of course we are going to talk who we are as a team, what we have done in this. Semi-Final Champions League, how good we have been, not just in these two games, in the all season and, and try to do next last week.
0: Liverpool take on Tottenham in the early hours of tomorrow as they seek to keep the pressure on City. Spurs are in a tussle of their own as they seek to clinch fourth place ahead of rivals Arsenal. The Spurs boss, Antonio Conte, says his side are going to Anfield
1: to win. We need to play a good game and to have brave when we have the ball. Don't be scared for all their pressure and to find a solution because I think that we improved a lot and we can go there and not to play to try to get three points.
0: Chelsea Football Club says terms have been agreed for its purchase by a consortium led by the American businessman Todd Bowley, who's a co-owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. The London club was put up for sale by its Russian former owner Roman Abramovich shortly before he was sanctioned because of his links to Vladimir Putin. The BBC's Simon Jones has more. This deal is worth around $5 billion, and that money, ultimately, some of it, is going to be used to actually buy shares in the club. The majority, around of $3 billion, is going to be used to buy the shares. Now, those shares will then be put into a frozen bank account, and then after that, the idea is it will be released, so the money can be given to charity, potentially to victims of the war in Ukraine. The takeover will require approval from English football authorities and the British government. And in Formula One, the Miami Grand Prix is making its debut this weekend. The race is taking place at the Hard Rock Stadium Complex, home of the NFL team, the Miami Dolphins. The BBC's Jenny Gow is there, and she was asked whether Miami is living up to the hype. Oh, it absolutely lives up to all the hype, and I came here expecting it to... To not be able to do that, because how could it? Everybody's been talking about this race for such a long time. But it seems to be delivering so far. Of course, we don't know what's going to happen on track, and that's the biggest indicator, isn't it? Because we want decent racing. That's what everybody's here for. But as an event, it is spread out far and wide. You go down to South Beach, everybody is invested in this. There's fan activations and all sorts going on in the city. It just feels very alive right now. World Championship leader Charles Leclerc set the pace in early testing just ahead of the Mercedes driver, George Russell. And now to end the news, the top stories once again. A government advisor says it's time for authorities to further ease quarantine restrictions for inbound travelers as the local pandemic situation improves. Washington says North Korea may be preparing a nuclear test within the next few weeks. And dozens have been killed in a huge explosion at a luxury hotel in the Cuban capital of Havana. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. The more people get vaccinated, the stronger we can fight the epidemic. Under the vaccine pass, persons without medical or other exemptions and age 12 or above must be vaccinated to enter food premises, scheduled premises, government leisure and cultural venues and more. Jab records can be saved in the Leave Home Safe app for easy use or shown in the IM Smart and eHealth apps or kept on hard copy to show or scan the QR code of your record as required. With the protection of vaccines, we will resume normal life soon. The elderly are at high risk of life-threatening conditions from COVID-19. The virus can damage one's heart, lungs and brain. It may cause multiple organ failure that requires intubation in an ICU. After effects can hamper a recovery. Vaccines reduce risks of serious illness, hospitalization, and death. Experts advise that any elderly person who has had a flu shot can safely receive COVID-19 vaccines. Get vaccinated early. Live across Hong Kong,
2: this is Radio 3. And it's time for some 80s pop. That's how you start it. A little bit of wham. Got some Tina Turner Survivor coming up. The Music Masterclass by Dr. King! Let's have some fun! tomorrow night you go go 1984 let's keep it right there got a request coming up next but first here's some tina turner what's love got to do with it